This episode of Asia Not Asian is brought to you by the Quarter Pounder with Cheese from McDonald's. It's a QPC time. Asian friends, you know we love McDonald's. Maybe you went after piano class or Kumon, or maybe you had to sneak it after school. Either way, get the burger napkins were made for. Some call it messy, others call it flavorful. Typically, we try to watch our table manners around family and friends, but with the QPC, table manners can wait. Prime deliciousness can't. It's got 100% fresh beef, two slices of melted cheese. It's cooked when you order with crunchy pickles, onions, ketchup, and mustard. Order the QPC. Yum! So, are there any strategies you have for no, getting out of your own way? I just talked about it where I was like, I just know what it feels like now when I get out of my own way. When you just like stop caring and attaching yourself to the success of each one little thing I do. Because it's like mm. every show I'm like, this has to be good or I'm like, it's I'm going to like spiral, you know. Yeah. That mentality's not great. Yeah. It's like very achievement oriented. And I've said, if I get... I could do a hundred great shows, but one great bad show will be like oh, yeah. horrible. Like right. I will fixate on that one show. Yep. Welcome to the Asian Not Asian podcast, the podcast with all of your favorite Asian Friends, I am one of your hosts, Mike Nguyen. And I am the other host, Jenny Arimoto. And we're doing a special weekday episode. <laughs> no, this feels crazy. I'm wearing a tie. I know. And I am reversely wearing the loosest clothes that you've ever seen to man. <laughs> <laughs> it's loose. Yeah. But it's a vibe. I'm like kind of going uh, whatever the energy is now, which is kind of like loose, loose. You know what I'm saying? Like you mean the fashion energy? The fashion energy? Not this podcast energy. No, no, no. Because you're in a full tie and a sweater vest. I'm wearing a tie and a sweater vest. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So we kind of went opposite directions today, but I I look like your dad you so do. hard, and I'm like, Dad, I'm just trying to freaking podcast. Can you just leave me alone? You know what? Why don't we podcast together? Yeah, and I'm like, no. <laughs> this is how we bond. Yeah, I'm being forced to oh do my, this. Are these your drugs? Yeah. It's little it's like if you don't podcast with me, you don't you lose access to the nineteen ninety six Avalon. You don't get to drive anywhere this week. Dude, nineteen ninety six Avalon for Asian people? Yeah. Pinnacle. Exactly. I mean that was the car that I drove. That, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flex. God. Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of vibe that we have for this show. It's Completely. gonna be a weekday episode. We both put in full day full days of work, work at our yeah. respective jobs. That's yes. why I'm wearing a tie and I have a sweater vest on. I don't look like Justin Timberlake from like two thousand <laughs> Hey, no, I? you have more bold prints going that he would never. Is is it too bold though? No, no, okay. no, no. Okay. But that is now that you're saying it, I'm starting to slowly see it. Are you seeing or like you know Glee era? <laughs> I'm just like imagine like flashes of Glee are passing by me. <laughs> are we seeing like a rendition of Crimea River? Yeah, you know that's what like I'm seeing. An acoustic version. Totally. That's my jam. That's my jam. Uh, yes, this is the podcast with all your favorite Asian friends. Very quickly. Uh, some quick announcements. Please come check out our uh, Hack City Comedy show. Yes, it's that time of month again. And the next one is December 9th. That's, I believe, when this comes out. This Friday. So December 9th, uh, that will be at Union Hall in Brooklyn. It'll be a great time. The tickets are available uh, in the episode description. Or just Google Hack City Comedy. Also, December 30th, there's a special uh, show that Fumi is running. Oh, here yes. here in new york uh also at union hall it's called fumi abe and friends it's december 30th same thing you can find the uh the tickets in the episode description uh you can find them on the on the website come check that out it's uh, fumi abe and friends not sure if i'll be there because it's fumi abe and friends <laughs> and he and i are not really friends right not fumi abe and work partners <laughs> co-workers ex-co-workers ex-co-workers slash co-content creators yeah uh yeah but, uh, go check out those come check out those shows it's it's a it's a great time you were there at the last one yeah it was so fun and you had a great time yeah i was just sitting in the back laughing you were just this is what you do and and you have a hard time lighting people lighting yeah 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 i don't know how to do that which is what you do so during a comedy show the comedian's doing their thing and they're being timed by the producer of the show and at a certain time when their time's almost up they get a light and that was Jenny's job, mm -hmm. but Jenny was nervous about I it. I was so nervous because I wasn't sure if I should do a flashlight or front light and what to put on my screen to make it clear. Oh, yeah. And also at what point to jump in. Mm. I was so nervous. <laughs> I didn't think it would be that hard, but you're right. 
It now, was so, I was really like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was never sure if they saw me. And you had me do it. Yeah. You I like, kept being like, I would see the time. They go, Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what do to I do? do. What do I do? What yeah. do I do? How does light work? <laughs> That's great. Um, last thing before we finally start the show is uh, please check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash pod. It's the best way to support the podcast. You can uh, contribute all kinds of money <laughs> small money big money but also i mean canadian money yeah i was like currency wise too currency wise oh. you can i think we got some swedish kronar really i think so that rules that, hello people who who said that <laughs> i don't know how we'll ever get it out yeah i, I think it gets converted to american but wow american dollars. interesting yeah so you can send us over your vietnamese dong and your yen yeah we don't have any yen would love All some right, yen. Japanese people, let's Come step on, it up. Step it up. <laughs> Your yen is very weak right now. It is so weak. Actually, don't step it up. I feel bad for saying that. <laughs> it's not going to go that far. Okay. Take save, your time. Save it for when the yen is strong. <laughs> save, 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 uh, save your money for when your yen is strong. Yeah. Asian, not Asian. The the fiscal monetary podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fiscally responsible. Fiscally responsible podcast. Um, centered on interest rates. That's us. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start the show. Um, we always start the show by asking each other, what kind of Asian were you this week? And yeah, we can just start yeah. with that. Where do you want to go? I'm going to ask you, what oh. kind of Asian were you this week? Okay. Couple of things. Mm-hmm. Couple of things. Do we want to go holiday route or do we want to go, let's talk about white people route? <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. Why don't we go holiday to white people? <laughs> okay. Uh, I was a... Um, in-law asian mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh because it was just thanksgiving right and for our thanksgiving we always go out to long island mm-hmm. which is um the ancestral home of white people mm-hmm. and <laughs> we spent a lovely time out there okay and it was really nice do you have like friends there or we family ha- oh, we have family out there oh okay we have family out there and um we stayed in the in the town they were in it's okay. a real real cute little town they got um my, my in-laws have a real nice setup mm-hmm. it's really nice and generous of them we, we go out there all the time and um we when i go out there i think as an in-law your job is to just you know what it is <laughs> I, yes i'm learning my role as soft asian dad yes okay right the soft Asian dad mantra is just go with the flow. Totally. Go with the flow. Mm-hmm. That's my, that was me. Uh, I fully inhabited my role as son-in-law. Yeah. Who, and, and to be sure, we're at my in-laws, in-laws place. Uh-huh. So it's my brother-in-laws, in-laws. Does that make sense? I Their see. In-laws. Okay. It's not my in-laws. Your brother My brother-in-laws. In-laws in-laws okay oh my god (laughs) i really need you to draw out a chart next time yes it's uh it's 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 complicated and so again we've known each other for a long time before i was i would say the goofy funky boyfriend yeah right sure you know the boyfriend who comes in and what's mike up to these days yeah and you're like cracking jokes yeah i heard he's doing comedy now and he's dressing more like justin timberlake <laughs> yeah like why is he dressed like 2012 justin timberlake <laughs> why is he singing cry me a river <laughs> and that was me for a long time because it's not like i was a bum but yeah i my my in-laws and my in-laws in-laws they're all very gainfully employed uh-huh graduate degrees very smart people got it me you know, I was kind of working in advertising, kind of work doing startup, kind of doing comedy, mm. you know, going and spending a lot of my money on Doc Martens. Yeah. Just being a fool. Uh-huh. <laughs> and over time, I've become, you know, I've gotten a better job. Mm-hmm. I have a son now. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to convert from Grammy a river to, yeah. <laughs> to soft Asian dad vibes. Uh-huh. Which again is when people ask me to do something, I get up and do it right away. Right. I try not to make too much noise and I get paid in food. Uh-huh. And that's their that's the love language. So yeah. I'm, I'm eating a lot of their food, 
they're the ones cooking. It's all Thanksgiving. It's 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 my in-laws in-laws, so it's it's a traditional Thanksgiving spread. Yeah. Right. There's no Vietnamese egg rolls and stuff like no. that. Nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Just turkey, turkey gravy, gravy, potato. Exactly. So much cream. So much cream. Cheese. So, There's so, cheese everywhere. Yes. Yeah. How did you know that? Because I just did two white Thanksgivings. <laughs> <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Is I didn't know that. Yeah. There was manchego. Yeah. And there was uh, a nice goat cheese. Uh-huh. There, I don't know when. The cheese thing spread to all the traditional meals too. I thought that was almost just going to be like a fancy. No, oh, it's welcome an to everything. the graduation. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but was it fun? Did it was you a make lot of the fun. transition? I think I'm 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 still in the transition. Okay. But I I, <laughs> I relied on my CBD tincture. Yeah. To kind of help me just kind of relax. Yeah. Not so much because of them, but just kind of you know it it was it's a lot of work to get out there. You yeah. Know, with the kid and everything. So that was so that was me. I was I was trying to become. I was wearing more sweater vests yeah. and I was just trying to be more a uh, soft Asian dad. Okay. If any of our listeners are a soft Asian dad and they have to do the soft Asian dad tap dance mm-hmm. with their in-laws, their real in-laws, not just their in-laws in-laws, yeah. would love to know more about it. What do you do? Yeah. What's your branding strategy? What's your, <laughs> what's your branding strategy? What what brand of polo are you wearing? Yeah. Like you know? what is what will it take? How much are you... To market yourself. Are you going to Costco once a, a, a day or twice a day? Yeah. Because I think I would have gone to Costco a lot. Yeah. That oh, was, for sure. That was that kind of weekend. Totally. Right? Yeah, you got to feed everybody. To that end, to kind of round out the soft Asian dad. Yeah. Once I got back to Brooklyn, mm-hmm. there's a new H-Mart mm-hmm. in Long Island City. Oh, okay. This is not an H-Mart commercial. Yeah. Don't fast forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a new H-Mart and in long island city and we went there and man it's just that place is heaven man <laughs> they had 18 dollar grapes yeah i don't know if you saw my Instagram i did story. i saw it 18 dollar grapes on did you sale. post from yours or yeah 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 sometimes i don't know which account i saw it on <laughs> yeah it was from mine okay 18 dollar grapes on sale from 24 dollars. okay grapes yeah and they were korean grapes yeah and literally as i was holding them this woman and her two kids walked by and yelled not worth it really yeah which is i wouldn't have bought them anyways but i was i was kind of thinking about they looked really yummy yeah yeah um asian grapes are so good i mean asian fruits are so good why are they so expensive because i mean i don't know what the deal i mean like even in japan fruits are oftentimes very expensive oh my god especially in city centers but it's so when i was in japan i had some grapes and like my uncle got them from like wherever like middle of nowhere where he works and it was so good he just like saw them on the side of the road and he like pulled over and they're like huge yeah and they are so good i have candy i have a theory this is why you when you know you know when you went to japan and your cousins were like oh we don't do drugs yeah it's because they don't they can't afford drugs because all the money is spent on (laughs) on fruits it's so much money no maybe they don't need drugs because they have delicious fruits Who needs MDMA? Yeah, when you can have delicious grapes have off the side of the street. Watermelon shaped like a cube. Cube, yeah, exactly. And when we were in, very quickly, when we were in Korea, we would order, uh, uh, you know, all sorts of food. And yeah. it was all very reasonably priced, except mangoes. Oh, Any, I can see that. That's that's an export. I'm not, Import. Even, I'm not even talking about like, oh, it's a little pricey. No, it would be like, a, it would be a mango on a, on ice cream. Yeah. Look delicious. Yeah. It'd be fifty dollars oh my god five zero dollars <laughs> but then like the wagyu steak yeah. would be like twenty dollars yeah yeah the mango yo you want to become rich don't import cocaine in your luggage yeah to you shouldn't be bringing mangoes no. fill your fill totally. your luggage if you filled a carry-on with mangoes yeah oh my god that or right you're, now you're narcos i was gonna say in japan at least the way to get wealthy bring in your old college oh sweatshirts. that's right <laughs> Wrap your mangoes in, in, co- in your old in college your sweatshirt, old Berkeley sweatshirt, and you will sell that shit for so much money. You will be it. It's it's out of control. Yeah. So that was my weekend. Okay. Soft Asian dad. We got a whole bunch of Korean food. It, it's great. I feel I, I did feel so much better because I had run out of rice completely. Yeah. Run out of rice. Yeah. Uh, which is a weird feeling as an Asian person yeah. to not have any in your house at all. It's you, scary. It's scary times. It's a scary time. Yeah. So I went and bought two big old bags oh, and they're, they're stored away, <laughs> ready for the winter. This is so real. Like, what? I, I don't feel safe unless I have rice. It, it was, it was, 
and it's not like I didn't have a lot of other food. Yeah. I had plenty of other food. No, but you some you just never know when you need it. Like it's no. like that's a real thing. I don't think I've ever been in the house as a child yeah. without no. rice yes. stored somewhere. Yeah. That's why I think Asian people aren't afraid of zombies. Yeah. Because <laughs> as long as we got rice, we can re- we can weather any storm. Yeah. <laughs> you know wow that's so funny i do panic when i don't have rice right yeah I, I i felt naked yeah i felt naked i felt it was drafty yeah a whole bunch of jasmine <laughs> rice that i had but i've stored a whole bunch i, sh- I actually you know what now that i'm thinking about it, i i kind of regret not buying more yeah i should have bought you never another know what's bag. gonna happen i don't it's an uncertain time yes it's uncertain times <laughs> 2022 uncertain, uncertain times. times so um if you want to contribute to my rice <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian. We need I you have a, to I help have a rice Mike. tier. Yeah, you should H-mark have a rice, rice tier. tier. Yeah. And then the ultimate tier is grape. Grape. <laughs> H-mark grape. H-mark grape. <laughs> but uh, yes, that was... Okay, that was that a was holiday my, recap. That was my holiday recap. What about you? What kind of Asian were you this I'll week? also do a holiday recap okay. because I also have two things to talk about. Okay. So I'll do the holiday recap. Yes. Um, so I did Thanksgiving here in the city. I did a nice. turkey trot, but it was five miles, <laughs> which was lot. really fun. It's usually three miles. It's usually 5K, like three miles. Yeah. This one is five miles. What? That's far. So it oh, was... Oh, can I also say very quickly that my in-laws and laws also did a 5K. Classic. Which I was like... No, thank you. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> this is when I kind of subscribe to white culture. I'm like, yeah. I'm down. It looked fun. Yeah. It yeah. was, it, I like the feeling of it, especially before you eat like all the food in the world. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Chuck Schumer was surprised <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the finish line. And so I was well, just was like, there? Try, I was just trying just to finish my race. And I look up and I cross the finish line. I start laughing because Chuck Schumer's at the finish line with his glasses like down. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, you that's, know, like his face. Hello, where he's just like, all everyone. right, congratulations. Just like look. high-fiving everyone. And like, I couldn't have enough time to really process what was going on do you know what i'm saying like yes. you see his face right. and i'm like what's happening and then you high five him and you're like what what just happened every new yorker remembers their rem- <laughs> y- 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 every so often you have a wild chuck schumer sighting yeah he's taller than he looks yeah he is he's taller but than he, he looks. looks exactly <laughs> obviously he looks like exactly what he looks like he, but it's like his it's like a, the caricature version of himself yes, yes. is what he looks like yes an animatronic version of chuck schumer would be more lifelike <laughs> than chuck schumer <laughs> I just was like, this is so funny. What a weird, that is weird so day. Funny. Was it was he just standing, so weird. Was he standing like in the middle of the yes, finish line? Like you literally, right when you pass the finish line, he's just standing there in the middle, just putting his hand out, high-fiving everybody. I mean, like, I get it. That's like yeah. visibility and like sure. being with the people. But yeah. I was just like, after running five miles, wow. I was so tired. And to end it with the high-five Chuck Schumer, I was like, this feels like Veep. I feel like an extra Veep. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> it's yes, yes. It's just yes, so yes. funny. Right. Um, he wipes his hands after each one. Yeah, he's, he's like, like Ugh. Um, Where was this? This was in Prospect Park. Okay, okay, okay. Which was a beautiful run. It was yeah. really, really nice. And it felt really good. Um, so I did that. And then I had dinner with a, at a friend's, which was like really, really nice. And uh, we didn't do like traditional, traditional things. We didn't do a turkey, but yeah. we did like a nice dinner. Yeah. Um, so that was good. But the bulk of my weekend was spent going up to kind of middle of nowhere connecticut (laughs) with my friend and i did a show in hartford connecticut hartford connecticut on black friday yo um which i thought connecticut was right there kind of gets a whole state and sometimes (laughs) you go more north of right there it's a whole ass state (laughs) it's a whole ass state it's very big so i went I took a two-hour train ride. Oh, you took the train there? Yeah, you didn't even. Your friend didn't even drive. Well, he also took the train there, so we took the train there. How did he? Hold on. How did he get you to do? Let me let me let me review the pitch. Yes. Do you? Yeah. Jenny Aramoto. Yeah. Want to go to Connecticut? Yeah. On Black Friday. (laughs) Using public transit. Yeah. To do. A random show in Hartford, Connecticut. Wow! Literally, I mean, he's like a very close friend of mine. Yes, clearly. So he asked me months ago, and he was like, "You could just like stay at my place and whatever." And in my head, Connecticut was truly so close because I kept being like, "We border Connecticut. People live in Connecticut. Commute in." So I was just like, "Yeah," without doing any research until I looked up my map strip like on Google Maps, and I was like, "Oh, it's going to take me a while," which is fine. It's like an easy trip. He like picked me up, but. He like picked me up and then we like drove another like 20, 30 minutes. Like, it was like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. So it was like Wait, really... hold on. So you took the train and then you still had to drive? Yeah, I took like the train to Grand Central, took another train and then he picked me, picked me up. Yeah. So 
let me just say i am from san francisco and so this was my first real glimpse into like northeast like new england culture oh yeah in terms of like not like the city spots or like college spots i'm talking like yeah like where just normal people live right and i was really amazed at the experience i was like wow this is nothing like what i grew up in okay (laughs) okay this is okay this is something also i was thinking about during my in-laws in-laws trip yeah i'm always trying to think about how do i explain to people from california or even from the midwest what people from uh the metropolitan new york metropolitan area are like yeah. especially where i was long island yeah and also but connecticut connecticut is also its own beast right how would you do it how would you do i'm trying to think of an even an analog of what it's like west coast east coast yeah i would just say that it's like first of all connecticut in itself i've learned i learned this this past weekend i think my image of connecticut is wealthy uh-huh. like ultra wealthy sure. white oh, right yeah, yeah and then i was very much in like a very blue collar town totally still white but very yeah, blue collar mm-hmm. and i think that was the i talked about it they're like i think connecticut specific parts of connecticut are that but i think that really like erases a big part of connecticut which is like very working class totally um, carhartt but not in the cool yeah, soho a hundred percent that's what it is um, real car yeah, yeah like my friend's family has been there since like i think like the early 1900s and they were like polish immigrants and they just every generation has just been there wow. since like the early 1900s so they like have like a family farm that like is doesn't is defunct now but like still is land you know like i i really learned a lot but it's like not at all close to what i grew up in. sure absolutely <laughs> um and i would just say like the way i would ex- describe it is just um well you know what there i mean there are there were some trump flags but in general left like not left liberal yeah generally liberal yeah it's more yeah it's very mixed it's It's very mixed but it's not very it's not like intensely trump right um like world or whatever like that um but like the good example is i went to i did his show and in hartford which is like a small city and it's at their improv theater um, and it was mostly his family and friends and in you the know, audience in the audience. Oh. Yeah. Because he used to perform there. And okay. he's also just like, this is what I said about the Detroit wedding. It's just like white people have just like large families and family friend structures, especially when you like grow up in a small town. Yes. So everyone shows up for you. Do you how know many, what I'm saying? How many people were there? Probably. I mean, he sold like 50 presale tickets. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then like, and then like 10 walk-ins. Whoa. And almost he knew almost every single one there. Or someone else in the show who was from there, their family yeah, and their sure. f- friends were there. It was like all family and friends, basically. Wow. And then I was kind of just, just like, there. Hi, hey. from San Francisco. Hi there. Um, and I immediately clocked there was no other person of non whiteness, like not of, of color there, except for one. Which was you when you looked in the mirror? I like, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, <gasps> um, no, it was another here? Asian woman. Uh-huh. And she apparently is the wife of a friend uh, yep. and she and only she came because she's a fan of me i was like <gasps> Whoa, of course the yeah, other asian knows right. who i am yes <laughs> and then she didn't talk to me after she kind of like looked shy and i was shy because we we're like the two asians and i didn't yeah. want to be like i'm coming to you because you're asian <laughs> and i th- i found out afterwards i believe she's like the the person because he had told me early on he's like someone's coming because they're a fan of Whoa. you and it was the one other asian person in there, awesome. <laughs> which is really nice but that was like the first thing i noticed it was not that everyone's so kind everyone's like very nice and whatever but i just like immediately was like it's a lot of white people Yo. it's a lot yeah. of white people um dude in- this is why white people can be successful in things they just have to invite their family <laughs> to show up you know? well that's the other thing i think that's like also just a difference between growing up in like a more of a city place with like immigrant mm. family because i don't have a bunch right. of uncles yeah, and yeah, cousins yeah, yeah, here yeah, like yeah. i'm yeah. like they're all in japan or hawaii like they're not in near me and so i was all that's the other part i was kind of jealous of i was like wow you just like grow up with like people and you all go to the same schools the other thing is like even in where i grew up there's like a bunch of schools so everyone gets separated Mm. like you might go to elementary school together and then go to a different middle school and then yep. go to a different high school so you uh, don't have like a thread of like yep whereas a small town everyone goes to like the same middle everybody school knows and high each school, other everybody generally. goes to the same school yeah yes. and there's like more towny vibe where like people just like stay and they like marry their high school sweetheart and they just like stay in the town there are all these things where i was like there and i was just like wow this is nothing close to no. my experience at all like i didn't have sustained like relationships through elementary school and middle school and yeah. high school 
and not ones that my parents are also friends with their parents. Like right. that also doesn't exist. So I thought that was interesting. Wait, I had another point. Let me think. <laughs> okay. It's almost the holidays, which means family traditions like eating a ton of spring rolls and watching the entire Lord of the Rings extended edition in one go. And this year, it means it's also time to update your COVID vaccine. Updated vaccines now protect against the original COVID virus and Omicron. They're here just in time to make those family gatherings safer and extra special. Schedule your free updated vaccine today. Find updated COVID vaccines for everyone five and over at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. <sighs> it's that time of year again. You know what I'm talking about. Christmas carolers, uh, that Netflix thing you play with the burning log that's on TV so you feel like you have a fireplace even though you live in a one bedroom with seven other people. Ugh, holiday stuff. You know, is anyone else sick of holiday stuff? Actually, I'm not, which is why I'm giving myself the gift of ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that lets you change your online location, that lets you trick Netflix into giving you a whole new library of content. Because if you didn't know, Netflix actually has different content in every different country. So for example, this whole week I've been using ExpressVPN to watch The Office because it's on the UK Netflix. It's so simple to do. All you do is just fire up ExpressVPN on your computer, on your TV, uh, change your location to whatever you need to go to, refresh Netflix, and that's it. ExpressVPN lets you choose from almost 100 different countries. So just imagine all the other Netflix libraries you can go through. And it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN helps you access content from all the streaming platforms. Disney+, Plus, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. I've tried other VPNs in the past and they're super slow or clunky, but the reason why I like ExpressVPN is it's so fast. There's never any buffering or lag. All my shows stream in HD quality. It's great. So if you're sick of all the cheesy shows on Netflix this holiday season, gift yourself a brand new library of content. Go to expressvpn.com Asian right now and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's ExpressVPN vpn.com slash asian expressvpn.com slash asian to learn more um but yeah there was like a real culture shock to that okay and then also that every food was beige <laughs> i eat so much beige food it's not bad but i was the, like well hit me the different kind of ba- different kinds of beige food well my sweet sweet friend he made us uh dinner on friday but it was mostly all casseroles it was like three or four different types of casseroles so even if it's vegetable it's like in cream and beige you know and so i was <laughs> sitting is, there and i was just green. like green better beige it up <laughs> i was like it's all individually very good but like for me i can't handle like too much cream to me that's like a flavor palette i didn't mm-hmm. eat a lot of yeah so when there's like a full meal of that i'm like okay yeah I'm eating a lot of dairy. <laughs> and so then I kind of, I was like lightly like, I need to eat like one fresh green yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that night I had, we went to like the bar after the show and then we got chicken tenders and fries. You know, like everything yep. was like that's, fried That's meats. beige-ish, orange beige. Yeah. Yep. And then the next day we went to a diner and oh. like most, you're not going to eat a vegetable at a diner. Gonna be, yeah. It's going to be beige. No, it's beige. And that night I was like, I have to eat a green. So we had a salad, but then we had pizza. So it was like beige <laughs> with green. It's like, it was just like, I left and I was like, that was crazy every food was beige <laughs> yeah i personally love beige food yeah when the food all at the table is all beige and i would say glisteny yeah mm. <laughs> it's good That's until you yummy. feel horrible oh right like your stomach is like why yeah. did you do this to me <laughs> so that was that oh this is what i wanted to say we were talking we were joking about this there is so much more drama in a small town than there is in a city yeah there is well, because so everybody knows much each other and it's like next level Whoa. and also they remember everything so they'll say things like did you go to that uh all the arby's where they found the finger stuff like that <laughs> like <laughs> yo the, all the food is beige yeah. the finger the finger was beige <laughs> the finger was beige that's why we didn't catch it i mean literally it's like every conversation it's like everything is a scandal it's like small towns so like there's people gossiping. like gossiping and it, it's like they're like did you know like people i don't know about they're like yeah he was a. Uh, he was a he got fired from her high school because he dated a student. He was in his thirties and she was seventeen. I was oh, like shit. stuff like that, just like you know, like salacious stories where I don't hear that day to day here. So I was sitting there like, oh my god, and they're like, it's just small town stuff. Everyone knows everything, and I was like, wow, I don't know anything going on in you. I don't know any of those things. <laughs> what do I know? What do I know about um 
uh, I think they're trying to pass a new MTA tax or something. That's boring. Also, my friends aren't doing that stuff. Like, uh, my friends aren't, like, dating teenagers. Well, that's a disgusting example. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, that's, like, you know, like, these, like, or, like, like married people cheating with other right. married people, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't have that around me. So I was just sitting there, like, oh, my God. You know, maybe city folk are the boring people. I fe- and small town so folk are the crazy So my friend was saying ones. that. He was, like, honestly, there's way more drama when I come home than when I'm in New York. And I was, like... I understand. That makes sense why people want to leave small towns, though. <laughs> it's crazy. Because it's just like... Everyone... Just imagine, like, you could be doing anything, and someone will see you that knows you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if you're on a date, yeah. there's a good high likelihood that, like, at that at that restaurant, someone will see you yep. that knows your family. Wow. <sighs> Did you... Um... So well, hold on. How was the show itself? Oh, the show was good. Okay, I, we did. We wrote. You like did a, improv. Oh no, no you no. did sketch. No, we wrote a play. <laughs> like we wrote three scenes of a play. We like did a what? full bit for this, and then we and then we made people read it with us. Oh wow! But the joke was kind of that there's very few lines for us, and it's for everyone else. And we kept saying it was a really serious play, but most of it was just talking about how hot we are. <laughs> <laughs> Were you two the only quote unquote professional comedians? No, oh, there was um another. There were two other comedians. Okay. Yeah. And they okay. did their own things as well. But um, it was really fun. And I it went over better than I thought. I was really nervous because I was like, ooh, I don't know. I, I suddenly swung in. And I was like, I might have the sensibilities of like a, an elite Brooklyn, you know, yeah. like coastal elite Brooklyn right. person. And like, is that going to resonate with like a 50 year old white guy? I don't know. And I thought it did fine. I think maybe you secretly have access to this audience now. Maybe. <laughs> you now have experienced their beige food. Yeah. And you have experienced their salacious gossip. Yes. You could become the Connecticut Whisperer. <laughs> Honestly, I had a great time other, other than like at the end, I was like, I can't eat cheese anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did you come like home and immediately down. eat rice? Yeah. I've been eating only Asian food since I've been yes, home. Now that I think about it. Dude. We have so much. <laughs> I didn't even food. think about that. Think about that. I just like only been eating Asian food. This is why I think H Mart had their sale. Because they were thinking, yo, all these Asian people probably went out, hung out with their... Ate so much gravy. So much uh, uh, beige, glistening yeah. food. Yeah. Like gravy. Yeah. Cheeses. That they're they were like, yo. They're going to need something. They're going to need $18 yeah. grapes. Yeah. And you, it almost worked. That's the thing. <laughs> it really almost, did. Yeah. I was like, this grape isn't beige enough. Exactly. Wow. Anyways, that was my weekend. I had a good time. Um, I learned a lot. Yeah. And I really learned that my life my youth where i grew up is not representative no. of a lot of experiences so did you stay overnight with your friends place? yeah for two nights two nights yeah what'd you do on the second day um that's when we like thrifted i bought this sweatshirt oh, okay oh my god thrifting there's so much cheaper way cheaper it's great this was like five dollars and way more authentic yes that's what we're talking about way more authentic. i'm like i'm never thrifting here again i'm gonna take the Mm-mm. train two hours to go thrift over there yeah it's worth it Where, what brand is the sweatshirt from? i don't know it's like an 80s like but i bought a fur like suede fur dark green long coat like winter coat awesome. for like 16 dollars. what um, i never can shop here again Ah, well, you know me, Mike. You know me, right? I know. You know. know. If you know this, if if you know anything about me, you know that I'm uh, out. I'm out there. there You're out there. I'm out there pounding, and a lot of people are like, "For me, why are you so good at pounding?" And by a lot of people, I always ask that. (laughs) I don't even believe you. By by a lot of people, I just mean Mike. The secret is, it is Helix Sleep Mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep and pounding. (laughs) Everybody's unique and pounds uniquely, and Helix knows that. (laughs) So they have a different. Uh, they have several different mo- uh, mattress models t- uh, to choose from. They have soft, <laughs> medium, and firm. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you get hot, and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. Because hey, man, everybody needs love. Just go to HelixSleep.com/Asian. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to the customized mattress that will give you the best sleep/pound of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for free for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helix.com slash Asian. That's helix.com slash Asian for up to $200 off, and when you're doing your threesomes, Mm -hmm, two mm -hmm. free pillows. Now back to this. 
This sounds great. I know. I have a good time, I think honestly. Next year, mm-hmm. I have to say that I was watching a lot of our friends' stories. And yeah. There's a lot of comedians who do comedy on the on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. There's a lot of shows. I wasn't doing that. I was a little, you know, a little FOMO. I was yeah. like, oh man, should I be out there hustling? Yeah. Um, so next year, if you decide to do this again, ask if they want to have Vietnamese soft Asian dad stand up comedy <laughs> open oh, up the show. They would have loved that. Oh, well, you know what? Mm. I don't know if you get a lot of laughs with your Asian Asian <laughs> sensibilities. Hey, I, I got I got dad sensibilities. Yeah, you could too. do dad I'll the do dad, dad jokes, but if you, I mean, I watched you do the one, one joke at Hack City about that was really specific. Oh, to the, the one about the Vietnamese lady. Let me tell you, that one Vietnamese lady that did laugh, <laughs> yeah. I got her for her life. That's true. That's true. Tran, if you're out there, yeah, you're welcome. And also, thank you for <laughs> thank saving you my so ass. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, wa- I I watched back to that set and I was like, man, I'm eating shit. And then then then, then Tran started talking to me, and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And it was it was all heaven. It was after just that. too specific. I didn't know what you were talking about. Thai pirates, I, everybody. I didn't know. I'm going to get everybody to understand what Thai pirates. <laughs> Thai pirates well, I'm just are. telling you, you, the Thai pirate joke will not do well in Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> I can tell you that. Okay, I got to change it to something more relatable. Um, date troopers. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> oh, now I'm laughing. Now you're loud. laughing. Now I'm lolling so hard. <laughs> what about those hats? Um, okay, so I believe you had a story about a dog show. Yeah, let's keep it. Let's keep it going. I had a show recently where um, it was. Uh, it's a great show. Yeah. And it's called Must Love Dogs. Oh, I've heard. Yeah, it's a really good show. Mm-hmm. And the sort of hook for it, I guess, is that it is a show where you can bring your dog to the show. Like to watch and to perform? <laughs> to to watch. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't... I assume as if you're a stand-up, you can bring your dog. But okay. I don't know any stand-ups who incorporate their dog into their act. Got it. But it was a show and it was... Uh, yeah. It was at one of those places where it's a dog place but if you went in there you would be like this is the coolest human place i've ever been to oh okay do you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah yeah where you're like oh is this a is this a cool bar or salon for humans uh-huh. and it's like no it's not it's for dogs yeah so it was that it was that uh-huh so i go in there great crowd a lot of people but a lot of dogs and i don't know if you know this dogs do not care about stand-up comedy they, Whoa! They that's are, a shocker. They are running. They like sketch. <laughs> <laughs> they like my stuff more. They're like they're like. Mm, I'm more of a character. Yeah, guy. we prefer to see a situational op, um, op, like option rather than just talking at yeah, us. We're yeah. more Harold people. Yeah. <laughs> so we went and did this show, and the sh- again, the show was great. It's called Must Love Dogs. They have a lot of shows actually, mm-hmm. so go check them out if you're in New York City. Um. And it wasn't even necessarily the dog thing. I worked around it. It's fine. Yeah. It was fine. I was doing my thing. Yeah. But it got me thinking, have white people and Asian people. Yeah. Because let me tell you, this sh- <laughs> I did see there there was a there was me and um a couple other comics. One of them was Shaliwa Sharp, who is an amazing comedian. Mm-hmm. So funny. And we locked eyes and <laughs> we were both like we both were like, oh, we know this is a white show because it's for dogs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It, it, it just like, it was just like read that way immediately. And we, we both were kind of commiserating about that. Uh, a lot of Asian people too. Mm-hmm. And I guess I wanted to talk about, has it gone too far? <laughs> what do you mean? Like the way we coddle dogs? Yeah. Just the... I was sitting there and, and watching everybody and watching the culture. And now there's a there's a show where you can bring your dog to it, which means that there must be, there must have been a lot of times where people were like, man, I would go to the show, but I got to like, bring my yeah, dog. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And especially with the pandemic, you used to not be able to bring dogs onto the subway. Uh huh. People bring dogs on the subway. I see now dogs inside of cafes. Not supposed to bring dogs in cafes. I see. People bring dogs yeah, in cafes. Yeah, yeah. And I know that's, what okay. you mean. that's cool. I'm not. I like dogs, mm-hmm. but I don't have like a like a <laughs> whatever it is that is driving dog lovers. Mm-hmm. I do not have that. Mm-hmm. Right. I am similar. I'm like he's cute. Same. Did he, you grow up with a dog? I had a dog briefly when I was in college, who I did really like. Yeah. It was a little. Um, Maltese uh-huh. and it was really cute and it was a very fearless dog and uh-huh. it was and when he you know died it was a bummer uh-huh. 
Um, but I was like an adult. But you didn't like grow up like as a child, like with no, a, not really. Neither did I. I grew up with a cat. Yeah, I had a cat, which I didn't love, but I also did not love her till she was older and mm. she would hang out with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's part of it. We didn't grow up with like dogs growing like as children. Mm-hmm. I think there's just like r- uh, intense attachment to people who are like dog people mm-hmm. who like grow up with dogs. Mm. But I know what you mean by have we gone too far? But yeah, but were yeah. they barking and stuff? They were definitely doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was <laughs> what? There was, I just love that I took that so seriously. I was just like, were they barking and stuff? They like, were barking. It, it wasn't even. You know, I'm not hating on the dog. Yeah, yeah. They don't know that I'm I doing know. my bits. <laughs> I know. I, I know what you mean. It's like, where do we draw the line? It's, <laughs> it's just a, it's such a fascinating thing for me. I don't know if it's a, it's, I mean, it's a hundred percent a, you know, you draw a constellation of causes yeah. thing where it's the person who is into dogs definitely lives in Brooklyn or lower Manhattan it may or may not be into climbing and or a gym that yeah. has um you know those silk rope things that you can climb and exercise yeah, on is of that, course you know what what is that called silk rope thing yes isn't it silks silks yes aerial silks aerial silks yes yeah. silk thing yeah so aerial silks. you you're also into that you you might you might work up work at a cool but established tech place but yeah. not one of the big ones yeah and you got a couple Asian friends. Maybe you go up to Connecticut to put on a comedy <laughs> show. I don't know what it is. It was just like a fascinating. It was like, thing. It was like a certain vibe. It was definitely a certain vibe. Again, great show. Yeah, fun. But it was. I wonder if everyone, anyone ever stops and goes. Uh, I I got a whole thing with this with this dog. Yeah, you know. Um, here's where my tiger mom comes in. Okay you gotta get a dog you gotta train your dog okay i literally am so frustrated when people are like i love my dog and the dog's a nightmare yeah and i'm just like i can't love this dog i've been bitten by dogs i like have been like barked at like whatever and i'm like i don't i can't i can't even pretend to like this dog. yeah (laughs) like raise your dog right yeah Yeah. she was was bringing up an interesting thing where um you know she's a black woman yes and her experience with having a dog is completely different interesting right the way that people treat black people who have dogs yeah right there's a certain oh what kind of dog is that mm. is he trained is he like you know like better keep that dog on a leash and oh, that you know they, yeah you know so that that i you know i, I obviously can't speak to that right. but it was something she had mentioned and then i was thinking about that too and um again one time i was walking I, i've i've been walking around i've been bitten by a dog yeah actually it drew blood uh-huh. it, it wasn't a lot but i don't know anything about this dog yeah. and the lady didn't do anything she was yeah. like no scruffy you know yeah. and it wasn't nothing <laughs> happened and i got i got i got a kid now and i just don't know yes i know all these dogs are very sweet and yeah. a lot of them have bandanas on yeah <laughs> That's very cute. I know a lot of dogs with bandanas. A lot of dogs with bandanas. I really do, yeah. But I don't, but I don't know. I know, yeah. What I I don't know the history of this this of dog. I sort of assume that it's yeah. been some kind of trained, but they're they're unpredictable. There are, yeah, they're it's there are a lot of there are also a lot of dogs who aren't trained. Yes. Yeah. So it's just it just uh and it's just like <laughs> it's making me sound like some sort of we need to keep the dogs and put them back where they came from like i'm some sort of (laughs) white supremacist yeah yeah i'm not you're a human supremacist i'm just asking have we gone too far with dogs (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's it was it just it it just it was just something i was thinking about yeah okay interesting that's all i'm saying yeah i just feel i feel like i'm saying this and i bet you if i ever get a dog I will immediately flip to the other side. Yeah, sure. Where I'm like, my dog is actually perfect and my dog actually really <laughs> loves comedy and deserves to be at this comedy show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dog should be doing the stand-up up there. You think My you, dog's very smart. You think you're funny? <laughs> yeah. Okay, check out Mr. Tinkles. Yeah, Mr. Tinkles is hilarious. Actually, they don't Dry have humor. names like that. No, they're dogs. not. They're not, they're not, their names are like Robert. Yeah, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Greg is really good. <laughs> A dog named Greg is very funny. <laughs> sort of fucking God. <laughs> If sometimes if you're talking to like a dog lover and, they're, and you're just like, 
are you talking to a person <laughs> yeah it's like oh greg. greg i have to go check on i have to go home i have to go check on greg i gotta check on greg greg uh greg and i were supposed to watch um we've been watching a lot of the of uh you know the crown together yeah and uh, oh greg can't sleep unless we put on the crown i got you know he, he's he's beginning a lot of gout yeah and um oh for uh for christmas i got him a new bandana yeah What's another good dog name? Timothy? Yeah, I think Greg is the most human one. That's a very... Very, very good, like, human human name. And my or, like, sp- Allison. Oh, what? <laughs> what? You can't have a dog's name like Allison? Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I, it would be funny to call a dog Allison. I f- <laughs> if it was a girl. Or I, a boy. I feel... Oh. I f- yeah, that's <laughs> I feel now that we have these old, these newfangled names. Yeah. And we're taking our old names and handing them down to dogs. Yeah. No, we like we are giving know. them the classic names. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, you're like the dog's name is Chris. My son's name is Rock. <laughs> <laughs> My human son's name is Rock. <laughs> My human son's name is Bushel. Yeah. The, the dog's name is Christian. Christian. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, are we being funny or is it just because no it's idea. Tuesday? Um, okay, I know we'll probably have talked for so long, but can I just talk about one thing? Yes. So my other thing I want to talk about is that um, I was noticing that I've been back for two weeks. My my jet lag has finally is gone. Yeah. I feel normal again. I will say the jet lag lasted like for a strong one week and since I was back. And <laughs> what I learned, because I was pretty packed schedule-wise um, since I've been back and I have been, I have been doing better comedy oh when i'm jet lagged oh so we we hosted hack city together yes, yes. and i to be honest don't even know what i talked about because so i was funny. so tired it was like my second day home it's great i texted you in the middle of the day i said i'm sorry if i before the show i said i'm sorry if i do something weird or if i'm not fully funny i'm like not fully here i like haven't been sleeping and you're like it's it'll be fine and i thought i did pretty well <laughs> you did great you did great um, you had a great story about uh the singer what the concert the so- concert oh yeah yeah the concert oh my god i blacked out <laughs> Rena, about Rena. i literally forgot what i talked about i don't remember what i talked about <laughs> i thought for a second you really like weren't gonna remember no okay i talked about Rena, and then i talked about comedy in japan yes oh yes right. that yeah. was really good um anyways so I, I just like really i don't remember that night like i do remember that night but i don't remember what i said on stage mm. like i remember i just remember like bits and pieces of what i was really tired yeah and then um and then i did an improv practice that sunday did great which i haven't oh, been really good about improv and i was like all of a sudden like because i just was tired i just would get out there and say whatever and then i did a show on tuesday and it was okay but it wasn't like horrible I, I was being critical about it as I always am. I did an improv show. And then people came up afterwards and were like, Do you guys have an in- like our team? Like, do you have an Instagram we could follow? We'd love to see you. And Whoa, I was like, No, we're like what? a joke team. Like we only did it this once. Anyways, so I had therapy right before Thanksgiving and I was talking about this where I was like, you know, I feel like jet lag has been the best thing to happen to me because I'm like so tired that I can't really think that much. Yeah. So I'm just doing it. Like yep. I'm like, I have to just do it. Like I just, go up there and yep. there's like no filter because I'm just going and going. Yep. Um, and it's benefited me because I'm not overthinking every single thing that I say or do. Mm. And I said, I, that's also, I think helping me like in multiple things, not just comedy, but comedy is the biggest place where I saw it, where like, it just manifested into like, I can see the, hear the laughs. Um, and so that was my, my big takeaway from that, um, was that I need to get out of my own way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, like, oh my God, I learned that when I let go because I'm just so tired and I can't care, I do better. And I like follow my instincts because I have nothing else to follow mm. and like no anxiety voice in my head. Yep. And my therapist like, well, like how can we replicate this again yes. for you forever? And I was like, I don't know because I can't fly to Japan every time I feel bad. I don't have that kind of money or time. Before the next Hack City, we booked you a plane <laughs> ticket to Guam. Guam. You're going tonight. Tonight. <laughs> you will have no blanket. <laughs> So you are extremely yeah, tired. Yeah, you're going to be so tired and out of it. But that was like an interesting takeaway for me. Do you, did that make you feel, I don't know, I don't want to say bad, but the the revelation that you are your own, you are kind of getting in your own way. Yeah. I know that can be freeing because it's like, you know, I was, I just have to believe in myself. Yeah. But that's very hard to do. That's a thing. Yeah. But I think I have like ev- hard evidence now. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Where I like, oh, the second I get in my own way and just like do whatever, it's better for mm. me. And so like, why do I spiral so much that everyone hates me all the time? 
That's like my anxiety in my head. People think, you, you think that people hate you? Oh, yeah, all the time. What hates you? I know, but Are in you my head. Serious? I think I said that earlier today before we started recording. Didn't I say someone might hate me? <laughs> someone might hate you from listening to the show? No, no. Like, I, I think I said it before we started recording. I was like, this person might hate me. And you're oh, like, oh, 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 you're oh. like, no, they no. don't. But like, that's literally my brain always is thinking that like mm. i think that i'm always the way my brain works is that i'm always walking on eggshells and i'm like tiptoeing not eggshells but like i'm like walking this like balance beam and like i can walk 10 steps on the balance beam but one misstep i fall off the balance beam right and so i'm always thinking that way which is like i am fighting for everyone to love me mm. and like one little bad joke will turn everyone against me is like what i'm always thinking which is why i stop myself because i'm like what if i open my mouth and i don't get a laugh and everyone's gonna unfollow me yeah. and block me on the internet and say my sketches are bad or whatever mm. which isn't true because i've never thought that about someone else i've never had that thought about someone else yeah i'm never like oh this joke didn't this meme is kind of lame unfollow like i right. don't ever think that right um so i know it's irrational but it is what goes on in my brain yeah, i think it's um completely normal yeah that's why we do comedy because we want to be loved <laughs> totally yeah, I, i'm not even joking no that it's is so really, real i think that is really we crave like validation we crave validation yeah part of it too i think we're people pleasers yeah and so we want people to be happy and laughing totally. with us and we want to make the world a little better ha 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 but also like we want we want to we got one our ego stroke too yeah absolutely so are there any strategies you have for no, getting out of your own way i just talked about it where i was like i just know what it feels like now when i get out of my own way when you just like stop caring and attaching yourself to the success of each one little thing I do. Cause it's like mm. every show I'm like, this has to be good. Or I'm like, it's, I'm going to like spiral, you know, yeah. that mentality's not great. Yeah. It's like very achievement oriented. And I've said, I get, I could do a hundred great shows, but one great bad show will be like oh, yeah. horrible. Like right. I will fixate on that one show. Yep. And so I was just thinking like, I need to let go of that. Yeah. Cause I'm always going to, someone's going to have a bad show. I'm going to have a bad show. It's just going to happen. Yeah. But this doesn't reflect on me at all. And that when I let my instincts run free, that's actually like much stronger, which means I do have good instincts. That's like somewhere in here. So kind of just like let, let it go. <laughs> but I feel that might be frustrating. I, I would find that to be, because I can identify yeah. with that getting it out of your own way. You know, you got, you're on your head. I think I do that too in different ways, like either on stage or off. But then I'm like, get out of my way myself. You know, yeah. how do I do that? Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's like, it's like getting yourself to not think, yeah. you know, like you're meditating and, and, and you can't help but have voice, the voice in your head yeah. or the emotions you feel. Totally. Is it, is it, is it you're supposed to go into some, yeah, like, you know, sleep in the sleep deprived Zen state every time? I think I'm just going to have to work on removing myself from the success of mm. every little thing. Got it. Like, I just have to go and do it because I want to do it and I want, and I like it rather than being like, this will get me to point B. Yeah. Or like the success of this will lead me to this concrete thing mm. and like attaching like my self-worth to that rather than that i should just do like I, i'm gonna just do the show and be myself like say what i want to say mm. and like if it doesn't go well then like do something else next time and as mm. long as i have fun i'm trying to do that more right. i'm just gonna try to have fun life is short let's just have fun well, i hope you're having fun on this podcast i am okay well get out of your own way um <laughs> uh, we got a voicemail let's do it let's it's do been a voicemail. while we haven't done a voicemail in a little bit um i can't wait and uh we would love to hear from our listeners, our little community that we have. We got this really nice email. Did you see that? Really nice email. Yes. That was so nice. That was so nice. We won't put, we won't say who it is, but this person wrote this thing and it was just a very sweet thing. And I'm just like, I don't even think we do comedy. We, cause this, <laughs> cause comedy shouldn't even connect with someone like this. It's, yeah. this was a very nice thing that this person wrote in. And we love hearing from the, people that listen to the show it is truly i'm telling you very important when you just heard from yeah. jenny and myself okay we're fragile ego <laughs> <laughs> tripping, tripping on our own hundred percent i've made that very clear on every episode yeah. i think so it it is it is it is awesome to hear from you and if you want to leave a voicemail you can just tell us any fucking thing you want yeah six four six eight zero nine seven two three one that's six four six 
809-7231. And you can leave a voicemail. It's just a voicemail box. And we got one today from a nice uh, listener. This came out, this came in a couple weeks ago, but um, here, let's check it out. Hi, Mike and Jenny. This is Kapish Singh. Uh, this week, I have been a slow Asian. I just moved cities and I've been moving around, riding around, hanging out with friends and spending a lot of money nonstop. So I've been trying to slow down, especially since my work from home job situation just ended and I'm in the middle of looking for a new one. Um, and it's just kind of slow to, it's just kind of hard to slow down because there's so many things to do here. Um, in New York, and I want to go do all of them. So I'm trying to stay low and trying to save money, but it's wild because every week so far, I've gone out and done like four different things every week. I don't know how people do it. Um, yeah, so I don't know if I'm looking for any kind of advice. Um, I've just been a slow Asian, and I'm looking forward to when... I I have money in my pocket and I can just go around as fast as I want and really tire myself out. Um, I want to say, Jenny, um, I'm so happy that you have joined the podcast. I love the new energy um, and the dynamic that you have, Mike. I think y'all are great. Um, I, for one hand, would not mind a little bit of BJJ talk, but I pretty sure everyone else probably wouldn't like it either but um yeah that's my two cents um yeah that's it y'all have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this bye did you say dating talk no bjj talk oh bjj talk (laughs) can i say i got conned into that (laughs) half the time that people leave voicemail it's like oh my gosh or or even people who come up and talk to me about the show gosh thanks for bringing on jamie <laughs> oh my gosh it's that's really best. sweet finally it's listenable <laughs> it's before that it was horrible you know and now you've brought jenny and she's amazing is it all women no it's guys too <laughs> oh that's yeah. nice yeah so thanks for coming on the show <laughs> thank you for that very very nice little epilogue that, yeah that's very very sweet but we will be talking more about uh, my goal okay i think we should do what bjj bjj brazilian jiu-jitsu do it on the show yeah (laughs) (laughs) it would be hilarious if you would see me i would be really bad at it everybody's really bad at it of course but i would be really bad at it but how can i say though you would look adorable (laughs) in the little gi the little outfit i mostly want to do it for the outfit oh you'd be so cute (laughs) i think i have a gi that fits you so yeah my goal i think moving into the new year is try to get you somewhat interested in in that but you but but in return (laughs) yeah you uh, you will explain to me why the selena gomez thing documentary I didn't even know it was a documentary. Oh, I have. I haven't even watched it. And I have thoughts. Okay, see, I don't care, but <laughs> I will le- need to learn to care because that's what relationships are about: <laughs> learning to care. Care about the other person. Selena Gomez documentaries. Exactly. Um, this was nice. This is a cool one. I think this is is a slow Asian. Mm-hmm. You know, the city moved to the city, is spending all the her money. Yeah, I relate to this so hard. We, I do too, yeah. and I think it's so. I've never, I've never lived here when I was single. Yeah. Um, but I could just see it's like getting to a city like this is like you're you're in a big playground mm-hmm. of just like anything you want to do at any time, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And just like go out and like spend all your money at the bar or at a show. Or totally. At, or just, just be walking around doing weird shit, buying crazy shit. And you just get like swept up in, in the in it all yeah totally i mean i moved here in my late like mid late 20s and i remember feeling the same way like i had never been into candles until i moved (laughs) to new york (laughs) because i was like i need to like relax (laughs) it's so hard to relax here yeah and especially in my 20s i was just like because i came from a place that i felt starved for culture to a place that's like the cultural capital of the world where i could like go to a comedy show 
any night anytime i could go see a broadway show i could like go see any show yeah i could go see music i was just like i could go to museums and i just felt all of a sudden i was like wow there's things to do so much stuff to do and also it is very expensive to do it all very expensive but i remember all of a sudden i was like doing a lot of face masks and <laughs> candles the second i moved here yeah which was like never really my vibe but i was like i need to take a break so it was like my way of rela- forcing myself to relax um so i completely feel this mm. but i also think that you have to know that you cannot do it all <laughs> like yeah. you simply can't and also it will not sustain like it kind of takes the joy when you're just like out when you're all you're doing is running and then you yeah. just can't like breathe like yeah. rest and yeah. like just like sit in it and just be like it's okay to have a night in where you cook dinner for right. yourself right so that was my big learning but like the first bit i was just like i felt like i had to be busy all the time yeah. do you did you feel like you were missing out if you weren't out on a certain night yeah i mean i think this is the beauty of getting older i have so much less phone fo- i still have fomo by the way oh yeah yeah i know about the feeling asian party <gasps> and i'm not and i can't make it and I, <laughs> i'm so i'm angry we're gonna take so many pictures and post I'm them on social so media angry. and tag you i know i'm gonna have there. so much fomo um but so I have FOMO, but it's so much less than in my twenties. Yeah. Like I just, I'm like, whatever, everyone's living their own lives and yeah. I'm tired. Whatever. <laughs> tired. Yeah. And I want to do my own thing. So that was my, my, something I had to like get used to, but for sure my twenties, I was like, oh my God, people are out and about. Why am I not what out and about? Yeah. Like, why am I sitting here binge watching a show? Yeah. But you need that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know. How about you? Do I feel the city's too crazy now or like did you have that and then did you like or were you always pretty good at balancing i think i went pretty hard there but that was part of the fun i i remember me and my now wife we there there was actually a few this is before i did comedy i would like text her before uh you know after we got off work or like as we're about to get off work and be like hey let's go get into some trouble Mm-hmm. and there really is that ability to get into trouble in the city and for us it would be we would go get a drink at a bar and then we would walk around a certain neighborhood until we ran into a party <laughs> oh wow we would and it's either a lot of times it would be like an art opening yeah and if you are dressed That's such cool people thing to say <laughs> oftentimes an art gallery opening would, if you if you're listen if you're dressed a certain way in new york which now in 2022 means wearing a black leather blazer yes you can go high boots and knee high boots yeah you can get into fucking anything okay <laughs> yeah you can get into any art show you can get into almost any club you yeah. can go if there's a house party on the third floor and you can hear it and and you can you, you you just have to stand in front of the door and someone else will be like hey you here for the show, party i'm like yeah dude oh, wow we go up there We're, who are you here for i'm here to see rock <laughs> <laughs> my childhood friend rock i hear him see my childhood friend rock and that's like the fun of it wow and uh sometimes you might get in trouble like you know <laughs> yeah get, some, you might get caught you might get caught with which is part of the fun oh well you just walk outside yeah. and start over again yeah. it's all good wow that's part of that's part of the coolness i always thought that was like the coolest part about living in that in is new a york. very cool thing i've never done that i love rules so i would never do that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not really like a lawbreaker yeah. but social gaming i'm all yeah. about that i think that that's wow. a lot of fun so yeah. you really had a moment i did have but a i guess moment. you were always with yeah I was always, I was always with gina and it was definitely expensive yeah i remember the most expensive the most expensive drink i ever paid for and not even just monetarily but just like what i really paid for it so i was at a fashion party Mm -hmm. (laughs) it makes me sound like such a douchebag i know yeah i was as a fashion party and it was like the it was a kind of party where this is like again 2012 so fashion was in this weird state and sometimes you would go to these fashion parties and was very costumey you know there would be a dude and he's wearing football pads outside of his jacket wow (laughs) it's very lady gaga yes that is the lady gaga era yeah yes that's i mean still her era but it was like the early gaga era it was meat dress yeah lady gaga yeah so it was like that and i remember and i didn't have i had a job but i didn't have that much money yeah and i it was at a hotel uh bar which already i should have known this was a, this is a mistake because it would be so expensive. Go up to the bartender. I'm like, hey, I will have a gin and soda. Uh-huh. Takes out a plastic cup. Plastic. Yeah. <laughs> Fills it with ice. Filled with ice. Yeah. 
the small plastic cup filled with ice, tiny bit of gin. So much soda. So much seltzer. $20. (gasps) $20. I was so... And again, I wouldn't have been surprised. I made so many bad decisions where I would like spend my last dollar on a cool hat. Yeah. (laughs) I remember specifically spending almost all the money I had in my bank account on a cool hat. Can you just tell me, give me a ballpark of what that cost is? It wasn't, I mean, it was like a hundred dollar hat. Dang, Mike, I've never spent a hundred dollars on a hat. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) And, and. You know, I was like, yeah, you know, it's a really cool hat, though. Oh, my God. Okay. I still have it. Yeah. Uh, so. I will be looking at it later. You were looking at it later. So that was like the kind of like <laughs> knife edge I was living yeah. my life on. Wow. But yeah, that $20 drink. I was yeah. so mad about that. I, I would like, be so insane. mad, too. It was crazy. That's like every time I like the last time I was in Vegas, which was like I was 23. I remember like I had to buy. I was cornered into buying shots for people. Oh, no. It was so expensive. I can't remember the cost. How it was, was like, it? I want to say it was like. I paid like $90 for three shots. Oh, whoa. Something stupid expensive where I was like, it was probably like $86. And I was like, were you at a club? Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, well, now I have to flirt with people for drinks (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not good at it. I got to live by my wits. Yeah. I was like, and I'm not good at it. (laughs) (laughs) I did that once too. I was at a club in London. And you're like, I got to flirt my way to drinks. (laughs) I, 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 as I was saying, shots on me. Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. It's like coming out of your <laughs> mouth. Well, I, that. I was like, it's your birthday. It's I, your got birthday. It. I got shots. And I was like, turn around. I was like shaking. Yeah. <laughs> like 23 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I bought, I bought, yeah, I had to buy, I bought shots. And I bought shots for like 10 people oh at a club. Oh my God. To this Mike. day, I don't know how much it was. I, I refuse to look. I, the, I did justify it by saying that up until then, people had been buying me drinks. Yeah. So I was like, I was fully prepared yeah. for this 10 shots to, right. be, to be like $500. Yeah. I, I I don't know what, it, I'm pretty sure it was something like that. Yeah. But I was just like, just <laughs> anyways, to the, to the listener. Yes. Take he, it easy. Go ahead and maybe not buy everybody's yeah, shots. Don't buy everyone's shots, but also know that you don't have to do everything all the time. You There's don't. too much. You can't do it all. Okay. So pick and choose and have fun. Pick and choose and, um. Uh, We'll do some jujitsu later. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why I said I wanted to do jujitsu. I think I just wanted to wear the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wear that. We'll do jujitsu and then we'll watch the Selena Gomez documentary, documentary, which I haven't even seen. Is it on Netflix? I don't know. HBO? So I don't know. I don't okay. even know about it, but nice. I know that it's a thing and people have opinions. Check out check out the episode next time when we will hopefully check that out. And we'll hear <laughs> these opinions. Um uh, in, in in the meantime, please follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at Nice Pants Bro, and you can follow the show at Asian Not Asian Pod. And I'm at Jenny Arimoto. Uh, until then, be cool, everybody. Bye. Bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.